Hey guys, it's E3 and it's Wayne and Brendan. Hi. And it's whatever episode it is that they did over there because I don't know. I think it's 111. Okay. 111. Maybe 111 E3 special. Yeah. Ultra, super, super, extra deluxe. ultra, mega, hyper, remastered, alpha. HD plus, alpha, remixed edition. Yeah, that sounds right. That's yeah. what we are right now. With exclusive DLC. But you can't get that unless you downloaded this only at the exact second it was down. So yeah. that's all gone now. Yeah, all so, right. Sorry. So yeah, the moment is gone. Okay, so we are here still in LA and E3 has just wrapped up. And um, we actually had very different experiences because we were covering... Very, very different things. This is true. Okay, so like you, you were basically tech. I was um, tech this, and right? a few select titles. Okay, so so what what kind of stuff were you looking at? <clears throat> so day one, I saw some Alienware stuff. Um, I saw that the basically their Steam box, but not Steam box because Steam controller isn't out yet. Oh, but they're not okay. they're not pushing this back. It's still coming okay. out in fall. It's still just computer. All right, this all sounds terribly confusing. Yeah, it's, so basically it's a Steam box, but it's Windows, because they don't have SteamOS on it. And it comes with an Xbox controller, and it's like 600 bucks. It's 550 All right, and there's no crazy street poetry that comes with that. No street poetry. That's a later story. Yes. That, or we can just tell that story now. Let's tell that story now. It's all you. We'll just tell that story now. So we were actually shooting like you know, the video for the last day of E3, and some crazy jacked-up guy came up to us and said that he really needed to say something to us, but we had to make sure that the cameras were not rolling. So we assured him that the cameras were not rolling, and he broke into street poetry about um, the evils of cigarettes. And, and I was saving kind of, humanity. Saving humanity, and then asking us to join him in his crusade. And I was like, E3 is probably the last place that you want to be for asking to save humanity. Yeah. It was it was weird. Yeah. It was really weird. Poetry was not bad. I mean, yeah, it was okay. Like, uh, I mean, I, I, I would have given it 50 cents, maybe. I wouldn't have even done that. Okay. You were nicer than I am. All right. But that was, that was when we were doing one of our uh, wrap-up videos, which you'll see on the site at cgmegonline.com. Should we also tell the story about... Yeah, Wayne, you should. We'll tell that story? You should tell that story, because okay. that's pretty amazing. Okay, so this may or may not eventually make the video, because we actually had like you know some severe audio issues at the time. But I was doing the wrap-up for day two, and um, we were with our friend from Canadian Online Gamers, um, Sean yep. Petraschuk. Is that how you pronounce his I'm last really name? I'm sure. Okay. And um, yeah, he got to talking about um, Alien Isolation, which I also actually did manage to play um, today. And as soon as he talked about that, lo and behold, who jumps into the frame? But uh, was it the creative director or lead I'm, designer? Um, I believe lead designer. Okay, the, the lead designer for Alien Isolation. And he basically said that he had watched a video I made at one point expressing my extreme skepticism and displeasure over possible... Uh, retconning or revisionist history of using Amanda Ripley as the main character and told me, you know, it's like, we're, you know, you have nothing to worry about. It's going to be okay. So basically, I got publicly humiliated. It was amazing. About <coughs> Alien Isolation by one of the guys that made Alien Isolation. I thought it was funny. He, he had great timing yeah. there. It no, was no, like he, just, he, he just jumped right in and it's like, unfortunately, like I said, we had severe audio issues. We'll see what we can do to well, salvage well, this. It was a classic moment that yeah. we'll see what we can do. Yeah, because it would be a shame to have that moment lost forever. Yeah. So we'll try and save it if we can and see how that goes. But other than that, okay, so... Why don't you talk about Alien Isolation? Instead? Okay, well, we'll talk about Alien Isolation. Um, do you have any questions about it? Um, I kind of want to know what it is. I still don't fully understand All right, what it okay, is. so the story behind Alien Isolation is you play the daughter of Ellen Ripley, a.k.a. Sigourney Weaver, um, Amanda Ripley, uh, and this takes place 15 years after the very first Alien movie. So okay, I believe okay. if I know my alien continuity, then at the time of the first alien movie, Amanda's or Ellen Ripley's daughter was supposed to be like nine years old. I believe so that's correct, yeah. So 15 plus nine is what? That's like 24. 24. Okay, so Our she's is bad. Okay, so she's 24 years old at this point in time, and she gets news that the black box from the Nostromo, which is the ship that Ripley was on in the first movie, yeah. had been recovered by um, a large... Um, free trading port space station called Sevastopol okay. or something Russian like that sure. so she decides okay I need closure on this so she goes over to that space station to see whether or not the black box yeah. rumor is true and when she gets there everything is in ruin because there's an alien on board and okay. it's been killing everybody so, <laughs> so they found the Nostromo 
they found the Nostromo black box. We don't know whether they actually found okay. the ruins of the Nostromo, which <laughs> was blown up by Ripley in yes. the first movie. Okay, okay. She, she activated the self-destruct. Yeah. So, yeah. But in the movie, wasn't the alien on her ship? It was. Okay. And then, in true alien fashion, she blew it out the quote-unquote goddamn airlock. Okay, so it got back to the original ship? I don't see how it could. Yeah, so how is this only the, one alien? The Nostromo got blown up. Yeah. You know, it followed her onto the shuttle. And then it got blown out the airlock. It tried to crawl into the thruster of the shuttle, and then she activated the thrusters and fried it, or you know, so we believe. So there's really no explanation, at least provided so far, about where this alien came from. But it's just the one alien. This is the important thing to remember about this game: is that it's not aliens, colonial marines. It's not trying to recreate so the James Cameron, you know, it's like action movie. So. It's what it, more the Ridley Scott original horror film. So what it's doing is basically creating the concept of the alien is an, an unstoppable force, whereas the the aliens movie showed mm-hmm. it was they could they're just an infinite. Number. They were cannon fodder. Yeah, yeah. In but this, but in but in this one, it's like it it, it can't be killed. In fact, yeah. it's like the um, the advice that the uh, developers on hand gave to every single person that was playing was, don't try to kill the alien, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> so yes, they actually said that to everybody. So I gave it a shot, and I was actually genuinely creeped out. Um, really? Yeah, there, there, are, there are like, okay, for, for me, the, probably the single most tense moment in the game was mm. when I realized that the alien was actually in the room, and I was just like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm going to die. So I hid under a desk. So, it, it, so is, yeah. it, is it more of a run-and-hide sort of game? Yeah, it is. Like it's, 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 to, it's exploration and run-and-hide. Okay. You know, it's like you never know where the alien is. So it's like, yeah, so there I was. I was hiding under the desk. And it was an office desk. Yeah. And so the alien came around to the side that yeah. I was hiding in, and I could see its legs. And then its tail just started slinking around and like you know, ended up like right near the character's oh, feet. God. And I was just like, oh, please don't find me. Um, but it's, it's evil because just like in the second movie, um, these it, you know, oh, and I, actually I guess also the first movie, it runs around in the ventilation yeah. shafts. So, oh, God. So, you know, it's like you, you see it. You know, go up, and now you know that it's up there somewhere, but you don't know where it is. But you can hear it, and when oh. you're wearing like you know surround sound headphones yeah. and all that, it, it gets really, really tense. So, so ask me this way: Are you more or less excited after you played it? Um, uh, the you tentatively more excited. The gameplay you? is yeah. very, very promising. Okay. What I still need to see is you know it's like whether or not they've actually you know messed up the story or not. Now the question is: Does this feel like a creative assembly game? No. Okay, no, not no, even a no, little. No, no, not yeah. not even a little bit because you know it's like if it were a creative assembly game, then I'd be able to pull the camera way, way back, <laughs> and I'd be able to send like a million aliens against like a million predators, and whichever had the high ground with their bows would you know win the fight. But, but I can't do that. What about yeah. graphics-wise? Does it feel like very graphically intensive, very detail-oriented? Because I know a lot of the um, creative assembly games are very detail-based. Yeah, they, no, they they went absolutely nuts. I mean, the story behind this is they actually got access to the 20th Century Fox archives. Yeah for the original Alien movie. So they saw the set decoration, they looked at all of that, and they recreated everything. So even though it's supposed to be a trading station called Sevastopol, it actually looks like the interior of the Nostromo. Well, I was kind of assuming that the tech in this world always kind of basic tech. Yeah. It's yeah, all, so it, it's all like prefab modular yeah. kind of yeah. So so there would be a reason why it would all look identical is because you don't want custom furnishings yeah. when you're just trying to get this stuff out as cheap exactly. as possible. Yeah. So, but yeah, the um, one of the things that I noticed, um, which I thought was a great move, but really surprised me at the same time, was the absence of music. Really, nothing. There's. It's all just a lot of ambient noise. Okay. So, you know, you, you wander through and you hear the generators thrumming and you hear the pipes hissing and all that sort of thing, but there's none of that dun-dun-dun-dun. Scary music is playing now, so you know that you're supposed to be scared. So it's not a jump scare game, then? No, it's it's really more just like, okay, I heard something moving around and I'm supposed to be the only one in here. Oh, God, oh, God, that's the alien, isn't it? It's the damn alien. Really? So... And uh, there was actually a very Deadly Premonition sort of moment in the game. I don't know whether they were actually doing this as an homage to Deadly Premonition, but you can hide in the locker when the alien is around, and when that happens, you can actually hold your breath the same way that... um, Oh, what was the name of the hero in Deadly Premonition? Uh, York. Yeah. You know, the same way that Agent York would hold his breath whenever he was like, you know, hiding in lockers okay, okay. from like, you know, the crazed killer. So it's like, yeah, that was a nice touch. But yeah, that that was Alien Isolation. It's like it is scary. Um, 
they give you weapons, but there's no point in actually using them against the alien. You're actually better off just using them on the human survivors. The when human survivors trying to get you? Um, the premise for this is that you know it's like there used to be like a lot of humans right. until most of them got killed by the alien. So now the ones that are left, some of them will help you. Some of them are like just freaking out and going like, "Look, I don't want to have anything to do with anybody." And right. other ones are like, "I need whatever I can to survive. So give me your stuff." Um, so you know it's like what few surviving humans are there they all have their own agendas and you don't know what's going to happen when you run into them so they were like yeah you, you're better off using the gun against the humans than you are against the alien or if you really want to be a jerk you can fire off the gun so that the alien will hear the noise and come looking oh why and, hmm? that's weird no the alien is attracted to all noises oh really like that, that's the thing it's like you know you, you activate a generator the alien is going to hear it and come running you run too fast the alien is going to hear your footfalls in the hallway and come running oh weird so it's like you know any sort of loud loud noises you make the alien is going to investigate okay that's and cool. um the other part about that game which makes it so freakish is um the alien is not on like you know a set patrol route or anything so like that it's kind of this natural motion yeah thing. so i like i died repeatedly because at first i made the mistake of thinking it's like well okay you know the first time i went and i turned left and when i did the alien was around the corner so now i know that the alien is going to be around that corner i'm not going to go there so I went the other direction and it's like, oh my god, no, the alien is here instead. So he, he, he goes on like, you know, random directions. There's no fixed path. So you can't plan around where the alien is going to be. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so on that note of scary games, I got to see Evil Within. Okay. Ask me about Evil Within. Okay, the, is it actually scary? Yes. All right. Um, how is the combat? Like original Resident Evil combat. Okay, so when you say original Resident Evil combat, you mean like Resident Evil 1? Or do you mean like Resident Evil 4? When I you... say 4. Okay. So very kind of... Okay, but definitely not Resident Evil no, it's, 6. it's not like okay. fast motion. Or Resident Evil 5. You are yeah. like walking okay. backwards and shooting. Okay. And you, can walk, you can walk and shoot. Okay. But you're still kind of tanky. Do you, do you have like gigantic biceps so you can no. punch boulders? No, no, no. No, no, no boulder no, punching. No okay, punching. all right. You are a rather small mm. cop, I guess? If you follow the storyline. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to investigate an insane asylum, yeah. right? Because something bad went down yeah. and you're supposed to explore. Some, some people died. You don't know why they died. Yeah. Um, so I played one section. Okay. I just played on whatever the normal difficulty is. I guess that's normal. Mm -hmm. It is actually really hard. So this is like old school. Oh, normal, it is As opposed school. to like 21st century contemporary normal. Like this is... Because um, normal in the 90s yeah. and 80s was actually pretty hard. difficult. Yeah. yeah. So there's per certain parts where you're going to... Um, this, like, you finish a puzzle or whatever, and uh, the, the screen kind of turns into this kind of black and white mode, black and bluish kind of thing. Okay. Why does it do that after you finish a puzzle? It just happens. It doesn't okay. always happen in puzzles. It happens okay. with certain events. You reach certain points, and then it happens. Okay. And the, um, then the ghost, these ghostly things come after you. I don't know what they are, because they didn't really explain anything. Are they indestructible? Yes. Oh, so you have to run. You have to run. And okay. if they hit you, they almost... So basically what happens when this happens is... <clears throat> Sorry, as I slowly lose my voice, um, they are going to come after you, and normal zombie type things are going to come after you. Okay, so the zombies can be killed. I they guess. zombies okay. can be All killed. Right, okay. But here's the thing: if they hit you, they won't kill you, mm -hmm. but they knock you down to one point of health, which is almost as good as killing you. Because then okay. you have the zombie you have to deal with, yeah. And then you have a last ditch thing you can use, like your bow thing that mm -hmm. you have to, is la basically a last chance. Did in you Borderlands. have to set bodies on fire? Because I oh heard yes, that this you is, had to set every this, body. This is apparently like a really important tactic yeah. from what I've been hearing. If so. you do not set a body on fire, you could it look could look at it. It's missing its head. Mm -hmm. It'll get up again. Even with the head gone. Yes. Wow. So these are like super zombies. They don't even need the brainstem. Well, they're not even zombies. Okay. It's, they're all like apparitions. They are zombie ghosts. Yes. Okay. It's super weird. Right. Um. So a lot, a lot of puzzle-based stuff. So like, but the thing is, it's like finding items. See, I like puzzles. Yeah. though. I mean, it's like you know, Silent Hill. They had puzzles in that game, and I was fine with that. I was kind of sad to see like you know the puzzle-solving elements like drop out of later horror games because, um, although it's like, all right, so when you're doing the puzzles in this game, are you safe when you're working on the puzzles, or no. are you still in it really? Okay, if okay. you, if you start right. a puzzle as a zombie is attacking you, you will get killed. Okay. If you go to your inventory when a zombie is attacking you. It'll slow time down, but will not stop it. Okay. So if you take a long time to go through mm -hmm. the inventory, you could still die. Okay. Hmm. That's that's really interesting. Okay. It is a hardcore game, mm -hmm. and if you go to any of the harder difficulties, there's no reticle for um, aiming. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Only casual, I think only casual gets the reticle and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Not even normal? Might be normal as well. Okay. 
Um, so there's that. Okay. Uh, I died a lot. I died about five times in the demo, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I have to go to other appointments. And did you really have to go to other appointments, or were you just like, you know what, I'm just getting really pissed off now, and I think I don't, really <laughs> if I don't stop, I'm going to put my foot through the TV, and I don't want to pay for that. Yeah, so. basically, it was okay. a lot of. Um, it is. It is a hard game. Mm-hmm. It is not an easy game. And I felt like if I kept playing it, I would be very angry, and I didn't want to be yelling at the TV okay. in a demo room. So, but it is. And good. I guess if you're going to be going through like this yeah. much agony, you yeah. may as well get a exactly. freaking trophy for it exactly. or something. Like, all right. So overall, it was actually really interesting. I'm, okay. I'm more excited now that I've tried it than before, but I can also see why this is not a game that a lot of people will like. Are, is, is, is it really big on jump scares, or is it more of like the silent, hilly sort of like everything is just messed up and this is where... Um, it's the... not... It, it is, you have moments of you think it's safe and mm-hmm. it's not. Okay. But... I, it, it's kind of like a horror, like a horror movie. Okay, but but there is atmosphere. I mean, it there doesn't is, oh, it, it doesn't rely exclusively no, on no, jump no. scares to make you you, you okay. are forever at ease in this world. Okay. Everything about it feels off. You are forever ill at ease. Yes. Is that what you meant to yes, say? Ill at ease because you just said forever <laughs> at ease, and I'm you like, are oh, happy. That, that doesn't sound very scary at all. Then it's like, oh, uh, no. wait, it's been a long through. Okay, that's true. Um, but no, you were forever just kind of in, uneasy. Okay, very uneasy. Barry, what's going to come out of you? What's going to come out of everything, every every wall? Okay. Every body you see could come alive. You're never feeling okay, safe. So presumably, because this was such a short demonstration, they didn't really give you much in the way of like background for why this stuff is happening? Um, what or? they did was they gave you a quick kind of video showing the basic concepts, what you have to understand. Okay. From what I understand from they said, this is in your mind. Oh, Okay. So, th- so you're crazy. Okay. So basically, that's why the world... It is an uneasy world mm-hmm. where everything is going to get you, be- but you're, you're your own enemy kind of thing. Okay. It's at least what they're hinting at. They didn't go into detail. So only hold that as much as you can go for, right? Okay. But interesting. I'm excited to see more. Scary as hell. Okay. It is a scary game. So is that kind of like your highlight of E3 was <sighs> Evil Within? Or or was there stuff where it's just like, wow, this, this, this is like the thing I'm the most excited about. Was that um, it? I, I still say Dreadnought was one of my most exciting games. Okay. You'll probably have to explain that at yes. length since I'm sure most people don't know what you're talking okay. about. That's not a big game that's been hyped. No, so. no. Um, I'm going to link to the trailer when we post this video, just, uh, just this uh, podcast, just so you can see what it is. Because the trailer outlines... Perfectly, what this thing is. Yeah. Did you understand? What I, I did not get a chance to actually no. go in. So, but did you understand what I was talking about once I showed you that trailer? Yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's like, there's some dark humor at yeah. work in that trailer. So, um, so basically, this is a game, and they described it as basically, if you ever watched Battlestar when the two capital two battle stars were fighting each other, mm-hmm. that is basically what yeah. this is. Capital ship combat is what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I love capital ships. And this is a game for you, then, Wayne. Yep. You get. Different capital ships. But I also love capital ships and fighters mixing it up. They so. haven't said anything on fighters. I, you know, it's like no no fighters, no sail. They didn't say anything not fighters okay. either. So maybe. Mm-hmm. But it is a free-to-play MMO. Uh, I guess it's not even MMO. It's a free-to-play action game. Is it an action game? Well, it's like a battle, a battle game. Okay. And the things that are persistent are the crew members on your ship. So each ship has about like five crew members or whatever it is. You or at least five important crew members. Yes. I mean, okay. there's hundreds and hundreds of people. Yeah. And they were talking about how as uh, each person progresses, they get more people they can command, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And that determines how fast your shields recharge, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, so they're talking about how each member of your crew can, can advance. So if you use your shields more, your shields operator will be better because he's been using it more. If you work on a lot of offensive, the um, weapons officer will get better. If you work on uh, engines, your engine officer will get better. That kind of thing. Um, your first officer. and it, So there's a numerous officers and each add bonuses. So if your first officer or whatever is farther along progression-wise, he'll give you certain bonuses for when you command different sections. And okay. like that. So that part sounded really cool. They didn't really show anything of that. They just okay. showed... You saw your different... Like at the end of the battle, they showed that... Each different officer you saw, and they showed how they were progressing in, mm-hmm. like, stats. Okay, so there, there's still a lot to reveal about this oh, yeah. game. They, they, they just kind of showed you, like, the bare-bones combat, yeah. and kind of left it at that. Exactly. Okay. All right. They said there's going to be numerous different types. We only saw, I think, five ship types. We mm-hmm. saw a Dreadnought, which is the big beastie, super slow, 
but built like a tank. And it can teleport. It can teleport. Or warp or it something. It warps, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, then there's the, uh, the Destroyer, which is what I played, which is a... Think of it like a um, Star Destroyer. Oh, okay. And the Dreadnought's even bigger than that? Yes. Wow, okay. The, the, dread, the um, uh, Destroyer even looks like a Star Destroyer. Okay. So the obvious, dreadnought, obvious Star Wars influences yeah. at work here, okay. Uh, the Dreadnought looks... You saw the Dreadnought in the video. Oh, was that the Dreadnought yeah. in the trailer? Okay, yeah. The, just this the, giant... Freaking huge! Just okay. this giant thing. Yeah. Uh, then you have this like medical ship, which is just a smaller... still big in comparison mm-hmm. to everything else yeah. in this universe... Uh, but this uh, healing ship, and then you had a um, like a tactical ship. I think that's hilarious that this is a medical ship yeah. for ships, not <laughs> yes. people. It's like it's like this medical frigate is like no, no, don't don't bring <laughs> wounded people here. This is for six spaceships. That's, uh, that's they, what that's for. So and then okay. they had another one that was a like sniper ship. Okay. Which basically just has really powerful shots, mm-hmm. basically an artillery ship. Okay. I think there was one more. I think it was a speed ship that's basically designed for like a scouting type thing. And there were probably fighters in there somewhere. Maybe. Probably. They haven't said anything, so I can't say either way. There better be fighters. <coughs> and it's the, I think it's built on Cryta, uh, Cry, Crisis. CryEngine? Uh, CryEngine. Cry CryEngine? Okay. CryEngine. And it really has been a long E3 for yeah, you. Like, usually you nail that one. Yeah, so. I do. Um, looks good. It. I was asking them, like, what does it play on? They're like, oh, anything. Nah, not okay. everything. It plays on almost nothing. Okay. It's CryEngine, so you need you need a pretty powerful computer. All right, we're yeah. never going to see this on the PS4 or Xbox um, One. Are actually, we? they said they're looking. They're only talking PC right now, mm-hmm. but they're looking at options for consoles. Okay, because the will controls it run are on consoles. Huh? Will it run on consoles? You were just saying that this will run on barely anything. Well, so. they were saying it just needs a slightly powerful PC. Okay, because CryEngine is optimized, but mm-hmm. you can't run it. You wouldn't be able to run it on a laptop. Okay. But a console should be able to run it. A PS4 or an Xbox One should be able to run it. No okay, problem. all right. But they were not talking about that right now, but mm-hmm. it's always an option. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Grey Goo, if you want to hear about that. Was that one that you were super excited about? No. Because we're, we're talking about you know, stuff yeah, that okay. you were really oh, excited oh, about. So. I'm excited about it. Okay, okay. <coughs> yeah, it's, like, it's, it's the highlights. I mean, it's like okay. it's the end of E3. We should only talk about the okay. stuff where I was just um, like, yeah, okay, that got me I'll pumped. say Grey so, Goo's cool. Okay. It is a cool RTS but I, I, I'm just over RTS right Okay, now. all right. So, so what? So aside from Dreadnought and Evil Within, was there anything um, else like, you know, when we, when we, when we get back? Three. Okay, I, I saw that last year yeah. and I was blown away back then. Witcher 3 looks gorgeous. Did I they love... take forever to kill the monster this time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's still just hard as nails. Oh, it's hard as nails. Yeah, okay. uh, like you can see they were almost dying. They're like, oh, oh man, really? Yes. Still? Ah, jeez. Yes. Oh, okay. Man, they got to like tune that thing down, man. It did all not right. look easy. Okay. But I do like the concept of the choice system, where mm. every choice you make in the game might be bad or might be good, yeah. but it's all gray. It's yeah. all gray realm. Like, you're like, the people I'm helping are kind of bad, mm. but you're probably bad too. Yeah. I don't know which one I should go with. <coughs> like, the one we saw, as I sound like I'm dying, uh, was a uh, mission where you had to go fight this tree demon. Basically, oh, okay. this, demon, this demon that had infested this tree. And it's talking about how it has to save the children. Mm-hmm. And you're taking orders from these hags, like these three hags. Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, three hags. You know, it's like, yeah. that, that, that's got to end well. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, so, could, um, yeah. Nothing wrong there. So they're like, we don't, so mm-hmm. they're like, we don't believe this person. Let's kill the trees. So they kill the tree. They go to the hags. The hags give you the information you're looking for. But you also find out, like, all the children in the town have died. Okay. So, which is the worst? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you really don't know if, um... The tree demon is the bad guy, or the hags are the bad guy. Okay. So it's it's interesting. It's very gray. It's mm-hmm. very you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I love the animation style in this game. is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It, it's a beautiful game. Yep. And it got delayed. I know. Oh, I, re- right I really wanted to play that in October. I know. Uh, Piss me off. What about you, Wayne? What about you? Um, okay. I'm sure that EA would definitely not appreciate this, but if I were to give out an award for this, uh, and we actually were giving out awards this year, but we didn't print this one out because it would be embarrassing and nobody would ever put it up, I would give EA the award for the thing I was most afraid was going to get screwed up, but it looks <laughs> but it looks like they're going to do it competently after all, and I would give that award to Dragon Age Inquisition because I did manage to... Um, 
see a very lengthy hands-off demonstration um, by Mike Darrow, who is like, you know, one of the, actually, I think he's like the lead producer on um, Dragon Age Inquisition. But um, they they just played the game for over half an hour. It was a 36-minute demo, and I was really, really happy with what I saw. So the world is huge. Um, they don't repeat like the same dungeon six times and just keep telling you, no, 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 really, it's a different dungeon this time. Trust us, we swear. So that was good. Um, the characters are still well-written. Well um, okay. The graphics, you can tell that um, Bioware is like, you know, probably still using some tech from their older okay. engines. Um, so uh, because the, the characters look good, but they don't look like, you know, amazing compared to something like well, like the, the Uncharted Witcher, trailer yeah. or The Witcher or like The Last of Us. I mean, it's like, yeah, honestly, I think that the characters still don't even look quite as good as The Last of Us, but it's still a big improvement from like, you know, Mass Effect and the original I'm going to take Age. two seconds here because I was discussing with Sean, <clears throat> The Witcher was a title mm-hmm. that you never thought would get three sequels or two sequels yeah, and be so huge from the first title. The first title did not do great. Yeah. It was like, it's an interesting game. They thought Everyone thought it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But imagine it getting two sequels. Would you have imagined when you first played The Witcher Way? Um, it that all kind of depends on the publisher. But I guess CD Projekt yeah. is doing their own publishing. Yeah. That's the thing. But you know, it's like if it were a traditional publisher and they were looking at the sales and the critical reception of the first Witcher, then a traditional publisher, I'd say no. Yeah. But because the CD project, I guess they kind of looked at it as like you know, it's like no, everybody's telling us yeah. that we've got something here. Yeah. We just have to polish it. Which they did for The Witcher 2, and you know, it's like everybody was like, well, this is really good. And now The Witcher 3, everybody's like, we expect this to be amazing. Yeah, so, no. and I, I just wanted to take that yeah. minute to talk think about it, because we were just discussing how big GOG has gotten, CD Projekt has oh, gotten. Oh, good old games, yeah. 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 But that's all CD Projekt, mm-hmm. and you would never have thought from The Witcher it'd yeah. become so big. The Witcher's basically Half-Life 2, basically. Yeah. Whereas I get, I get the feeling with Dragon Age, they more or less had no choice but to make yeah. sure that this was kick-ass because exactly. EA is looking at them going, oh, Dragon Age 2, it's like critical reception to that wasn't so great, so uh, if you guys don't you know, knock it out of the park, this time we're going to pull the plug. It's like, it feels like there's a lot of pressure on them to make sure that this latest Dragon Age is good, and it looks yeah. like it is going to be good. Okay. So, so yeah, I, I was really, really gratified to see okay. that. Um, what other, what, one other pick, Wayne. I was, okay, this is in no way, shape, or form an endorsement of the actual game itself. Okay. But I was completely blown away by the graphics of The Order 1886. Yeah. That just, oh my God, it looks so good. You were saying. I was, I was literally sitting there waiting for the cutscene to end. And the guy had to tell me, no, no, the cutscene is over. This, this is the game now. It's just like, it actually looks like that. So, it's just, it's good. It's, it's just, it's, just, it's insanely beautiful. So you're not, like, you don't, you won't be reserving judgment of the game until I, after you I mean, play it, right? Well, I, no, I, I did play it. Okay, That's you the did, thing. Oh, I, oh, I, you did. You just, yeah. Uh, I, I did play it. I mean, it's like, so, it was a small, it was a small snippet okay. and it pretty much felt like... Um, Gears of War. Gears of War okay. goes to 19th century Victorian era England. So... I mean, like, you know, it, I was, you know, taking cover and I was shooting at stuff from behind cover. Um, but it was actually like, you know, a fairly small sample of gameplay. So I'm not going to judge the game based on that because okay. that small snippet was actually pretty linear. I mean, okay. I, I was being funneled from one thing to the next, but that's not representative no, wait, of the entire game. Would you describe game, it so. as a vertical slice? Uh, yes, okay. I guess I would. It, it, it In development terms, a yes, vertical slice. It was indeed a vertical slice, yeah. So, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I was doing a bit of shooting, but, you know, it's like yeah. the actual game segment wasn't that big. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that um, some people out there have already been unfairly criticized in the game I, I actually recently just read one story where some guy said I've just played the most linear video game in the universe and he was talking about the order okay, 1886 it's like, there. you just played like 10 minutes of the game how can you already be saying that I'm gonna throw it out there for anyone that does not know what a vertical slice is, that mm-hmm. is what most demos at E3 are yeah. they are selections of different aspects of the game that are they're funneled a certain way because the game is not finished yeah you only can you build a demo based on what you want to show off. Yeah, but so, this guy just yeah. assumed that the entire game was like that. There's like, no way it could be yeah. that way. So, it can't physically. Oh. So, so his complaint was is that you know it's like yeah, this game is just going to be one long, completely linear experience, and I'm not going to say that just yet. But I will say that you know based on what I saw, the graphics are absurdly good, and. Um, Naughty Dog got some serious competition with Ready at Dawn. Like no, seriously, it's just like. 
Order 1886 and Uncharted 4 are probably going to be like the two best looking games. I would say actually that the Order 1886 looks better than Killzone Shadowfall. Really? It does. It, okay. it just does. You'll you'll see it. Eventually, they're going to have like you know events bringing yeah. the game to Canada for like preview yeah, events yeah. and all. And when you see, you will see it. Just okay. like holy goddamn, this is a good looking. And Ready game, Dawn so. should be known for the fact that they did all the uh, God of War games. The, the PSP on PSP. Games, yeah. yeah. So. So what yeah, else? that 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 was just. Uh, oh man, it was so beautiful. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Splatoon. Yeah, from Nintendo. Just this looks like a weird game. It's that that's so that's probably going to be like you know the the sleeper surprise hit of E3. It's really, like, it's it's going to make a lot of people who own a Wii U very very happy, and it might even pull in a few people who weren't even looking at the Wii U before, because it's a it's a really really well done third person shooter, on the Wii U. A Nintendo machine actually has like a great shooter. Wayne. A competitive that, multiplayer that, that's, shooter. Wayne, you're, yeah. you're, you're speaking gibberish. Yeah. That's not possible. There is a great competitive multiplayer shooter on a Nintendo machine. I never thought that I would be saying this, but it's absolutely true. So it's like, so the premise for this, which I actually talk about in one of our other video, videos, is um, you play, it is either a squid that transforms into a person or a person that transforms into a squid i'm still not sure exactly which one is like the baseline model but um you're on a team you've got a you know uh, a giant water pistol rifle except that it's it sprays paint and the whole point of this game is that you're supposed to paint the floor of the level so, that you're on so would you describe it as team fortress meets like paintball um, I would not describe it as Team Fortress because there are no classes. Okay, no there classes are, at all? No, 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 cla no classes okay. at all. No, it's just everybody's got a paint gun and that's it. There's no classes. But you are you are supposed to conquer territory by painting it. At the end of the round, whoever's color is the most predominant in the area, in the level, is the one that wins. But there's just like really crazy amounts of unique strategy involved in this game. Like, uh, for example, you can transform into a squid and this is very, very important because... One of the interesting premises of this game is when you're, you can run around on normal unclaimed ground and you can run around a bit faster on ground that's been painted by your team. Okay. But when you hit enemy paint, um, you just slow right down. It's like you're just trying to run through a tar pit. So that's another reason why you want to keep painting the area in your color is so that you've got mobility. Um, but when you transform into a squid, not only can you swim around in this ink really, really fast, you can also like hide in it. So you can be like, you know, the stealth ambush guy where when you see the other team coming along, you just pop right up, you know, it's like shoot them and then, you know, pop right down again. Um, another nice thing about this is that because you're shooting out paint, um, it's like tracer fire. You can actually see oh, the fire um, coming that's out. Really cool. so, so, yeah, I, I, I've been in situ I, I was in a situation where I was going down a hall and I was about to turn left to a corner, but then I saw like a long line of paint coming out from just ahead of me. So I was like, I know that there's a guy there. So... I was able to like you know get the jump on him because I knew he was there but he didn't so oh, wow. yeah so yeah there's this also this extra little bit about like when you shoot yeah. you know it's like anybody within line of sight they they can see you shooting they oh, know wow. exactly where that fire is coming from so huh. so yeah there's there's a lot of interesting things going on with that game and I think that a lot of people are going to play it and say like this is really fun and original yeah. and nin Nintendo's got a winner on their hands with Splatoon I I really was not expecting this, but you know, yeah, it was really, really cool. I'm going to move over to just tech quickly okay. because I was telling you about the Platonic, 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 Plantronics, Plantronic, or Platronic. I'm, I'm going to look it up okay. as you keep filling in time, Wayne. As I look this up, okay. You're not filling in time, Wayne. Ho ho come! <laughs> I played that game and which one? Ho ho come! What is it? It's uh, it's the game that Conan O'Brien like last year. Oh, it's yes. just uh, it's it's the game where you control like the long squiggly line that's kind of just wandering around and stuff happens and it's basically like an acid trip that you download for fourteen ninety nine. I suppose. Fair enough. Or something like that. But you know, it's like yeah, I I got to play it and like I I really liked it. I was really really amused by the reactions of some of the other people that were playing the game because yeah. the guys who were managing that particular kiosk they had such a tough time explaining it. Because they kept saying, it's like, no, 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 no it's, it, it's an exploratory game. You just kind of wander around and you interact with things and things may happen and you just kind of enjoy that. It's like, uh, and some people were just, you know, getting weirded out and enormously frustrated with that. But, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm into that kind of game. So, so I was okay with it. Oh, wait, and then the okay. last thing that I have to talk about, this, okay. is, this is terrifyingly important. Okay. I did get a shot 
at Project Morpheus. Oh yeah. So, yes, okay. I've, tell me all about I've, Morpheus. I've done the Sony VR thing now, finally. The one regret that I have is that I apparently played it a day too early. Oh. Because I got to use it twice, and what I messed around with was the deep, which mm-hmm. is that shark yeah. um, shark experience that they had at GDC. Yeah. And I also got to try a new one called Street Luge, okay, yeah. where you know it's like you're just going down the road. But the day after, which was today, yeah. they actually had Eve Valkyrie, oh, which I really a... wanted to try. And they had it set up in multiplayer. Oh, that's how you so, yeah, to play so, that. Yeah, so, they're, they're, so I was sitting there like almost crying because I saw two guys going oh. at a dogfighting in VR. Oh. <laughs> I wanted that to be me, oh, but God. it wasn't. And then the other one, and my wife would go completely crazy over this. It was... Um, they didn't call it that, but it was Jurassic Park. Oh. You were wandering around in a prehistoric era with a with a tree branch with leaves on it, and you were waving it in front of sauropods, like you know stegosaurus, yeah. and you know it's like um, and you know it's like and they were eating it from your hand. You were feeding dinosaurs oh, in VR, so you know it's like these are dinosaurs. Yeah. They're huge, so you can just imagine what it looks like, you know, finally yeah. standing in front oh, of a dinosaur god. going like, oh my god, this is big, this is so big. <laughs> I had no idea that these dinosaurs were so huge. Oh wow, And like, so these awesome. these two things, like, I really, really wanted to try, but I tried the deep, which yeah. was... Um, Sharks. It was, it, yeah, like, that That was, um, man, that was... I, okay, I'm, I'm beginning to notice a pattern with how I play video games. Okay. Okay, and this pattern is, everybody seems to think that I'm not having fun. <laughs> Because um, I I got the same thing um, with um, the deep mm-hmm. when I was playing it is that everybody uh, a lot of other people they played it and when the shark came along they were all like you know freaking out and going right. like ah, I'm flailing and stuff like that and when I encountered the shark I just kept like nailing it with like right. you know flare shots directly to the mouth and everybody was like is he bored. <laughs> Right. Is he not having fun? It's like, no, no, it's just I'm really into it. I'm just concentrating. That's all. When I concentrate, I don't display emotion because right. I'm concentrating. But if I'm concentrating, it's because I'm engaged. So me concentrating is a good thing. <laughs> if I'm not reacting, that means that I'm really absorbed and I can't devote the brain right. energy to expressing emotion because I'm in the game. Fair enough. So, we'll get... so Wayne, we're going to about Dying Light. Okay. Are we going to talk about tech at all? Or yeah, let's, 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 just... let's, let's talk about tech. Let's okay. talk about tech first before I do anything else. So... One of the most interesting things I saw today was I went by the Steel Series booth and they had this new eye sensor. Yes. So, what exactly does an eye sensor do? Like, what it basically does is it allows people to interact with games mm-hmm. via looking at them. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, what they were doing was the thing they were demoing right uh, today was they added a League of Legends and mm-hmm. they could show where you're looking on the screen, mm-hmm. and they compare that to where a pro should be looking on the screen mm-hmm. at any given time of the game. So what that does is it, allow, it te- basically teaches players to what they should be paying attention to during a match. Can this feasibly also be turned into like a lock-on system? Or? They said it can be do anything. You, okay. Apparently they have tested the ability to kind of look at a certain part of the map and mm-hmm. have that open up. Okay. So in StarCraft, they were saying you could open, look at StarCraft map, mm-hmm. look where you wanted to, look where you want the map to go, click a button, and it'll zap there. Okay, so um, I'm probably simplifying things here drastically, okay. but it sounds to me like they've basically perfected RoboCop technology. Yeah, kind of. Because in yeah. RoboCop, you know, it's like the dude just looked wherever, and then he was like locking onto enemies after that, and like you know, killing them with startling efficiency. And so you can do the same thing with this. Yes. Okay. So, what else are they actually going to be using this for? I don't know. All right, but they got it, and it works, um, I guess. I asked them, they said, they think you have lots of things, but they're not talking about that right now. So, Stereo Series decided they wanted to do tech that's ahead of the curve, so they did something. Mm. I just don't think they know what the purpose of it is Okay. Because <laughs> I know that Sony had something kind of similar that uh, they were messing around with at GDC. Okay. Actually, and they were using it with, like, Infamous... Um, I don't know whether this is actually any more improved over that, but yeah. It looked interesting. Okay. Um, beyond that, I got to check out uh, Plantronics. How would you say that? I would say that that's Plantronics. Okay, Plantronics. Yeah. They are a headphone maker that produce really high-end headsets, like um, basically uh, chat headsets, things like that. How high-end are we talking? Uh, they felt really quality. 
Okay. Like when I tried them, they they felt really comfortable. They felt really really well built. Okay. And so, ninety five percent of people can't afford it. No. Just, no way. Okay. There's more. Okay. Most people can. They're cheaper than most other headsets. So they're like Amazon, and they're just trying to like hurt the yes, competitors. Yes, that totally what it like, is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the the big it's kind of a jerk move, but okay. <laughs> so the big one they were showing was basically the Astro A80s, I think, is what they were saying. Okay. So the nice one with like a little thing that's in your desk, you can control volume, you can basically have your phone hooked up to that, so with the same headsets, your phone can be hooked up with your game, and you can be like, oh, someone's calling me, without taking your headsets off. Okay. It's really cool. Mm. Um, and that's sitting at $99. Okay, that's not too bad. No. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, they had a Bluetooth headset that's designed to be used with mobile gaming, mm-hmm. $79. Okay. With water, and it's water resistant. It, it, uh, you can sweat on it, no problems. Hmm. Okay. Uh, they had the low entry one. I think it was like thirty some bucks. So we're talking really affordable stuff. So the low end, thirty seven bucks. Like how yeah. low end is that for thirty seven dollars? It feels like you know, it feels put together with duct tape and no, just no, about no, flying no. apart at the seams. No, or? it looks okay. good. All right. It felt comfortable. Because for thirty seven dollars, usually you expect crap or yeah. near. Don't quote me on thirty seven. So, it was okay. thirty something, forty something. It was good. Like, you could buy it and feel good about buying it. Okay. So, what do you want to know about these headsets? Richard Garriott was there at the booth. Oh, was he? Yes. Okay. And was he saying, it's like, um, works great with Ultima Online. Let's no, try no, it no, now. No. His new game. Oh, okay. The, new, the thing he got excited, he was just talking about that. Okay. Uh, overall, I have to say, if you are in the market for headsets, from what I tried of them, as mm-hmm. we've yet, we have not reviewed them, so this is not a buying decision, mm-hmm. it seems like a good deal. Okay. But wait till we have our full reviews, which we will have as soon as we get a chance to try the headset. Okay. Um, beyond that, <clears throat> I got to try uh, Razer stuff. Oh, okay. And that stuff is obscenely expensive. So Yeah, Razer stuff's not cheap. Yeah. Um, so I got to try the Razer Blade and the Razer Switchblade. Hey, they're calling it the Razer Blade? Yes. Oh, wow. That's original. Uh, the Razer okay. Blade is a ultra, an ultra gaming book. Basically, the way it, it's an ultra book that's designed for gaming. Okay. So it has a video card in that's good, thin design. That sounds absurdly expensive. It is, yeah, Wayne. Okay. It is. We're talking sub two thousand dollar range. Oh my god. Okay. The Razer Switchblade <laughs> is above two thousand dollars. Of course. Okay. But it is. A, it has an LCD screen for select keys that you can program. Little LCD screens, Wayne. Okay. Little LCD mm-hmm. screens. Do you want one of these now? That sounds semi-futuristic. Yeah, it's kind of cool, actually. Semi. Oh. Um, overall, what I saw at Razer was nice. But as I've said, we've not tested the stuff, so we not. this is not a buying recommendation. And the Razer stuff is absurdly expensive. Yes, anyway. it's so it's like, you know, like How many people are actually going to blow over $2,000 on an ultra-gaming laptop? laptop yeah, just... I don't know. I want one, because yeah. it'd be great if I could just go to events as, as a professional and have a laptop that's fully functional but ridiculously small. Mm-hmm. But I'm not everyone. So it's I mean, a select would market. Would you spend over $2,000 no. on something? Okay. Uh, I might. I totally would not. No. But that's me. Okay. Um, so that's it for tech. Okay. What else do you want to hear about, Wayne? Well, I mean, what what else were you actually like? Really I, excited? Oh, oh, this wait, wait, wait. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay, no. Um, yeah, you have to eat crow at this point because okay. you were the one that was expressing extreme skepticism and a total lack of interest for Destiny. Yes, okay, you said, you're right. You you're said, right. nah, I'm not interested in this game. That's gonna, okay, that's not right. gonna be anything special. Like, you know, you, you you're had right. no interest in Destiny. Okay, and I was like, I don't know, man. I mean, it's like you know, Borderlands actually didn't look you know with like all that interesting at first, but once you actually play it, you realize, oh wait, no, there's there's something interesting going on here. So, you've actually played Destiny. Are you eating crow? Yeah, I'm eating crow. Okay. I'm, I'm going to stand out there and say, yes, I'm eating crow. <clears throat> Destiny is good. Okay. From what I played, mm-hmm. which is only a 30-minute demo, so... That's still a pretty substantial yeah. demo. Like, um, it is super easy to get into because okay. these are the people who made Halo. These are the people that defined yeah, console they, shooters. Yeah, they, they know console yeah. shooters, actually. And it's, it feels it's, like... It's Bungie, so... As I was talking to the, I was copying, talking to the um, some people at Bungie... And this is basically the game they've always wanted to make. It's a lot. So, so let me get this straight. Bungie, the game that they've always wanted to make, they, they first they made like a, a large, epic, 
science fiction first person shooter with a lot of complicated yeah, yeah, lore yes, that takes yes, you to interesting yes, places yes, yes. but they didn't really want to do that what they wanted <laughs> to make was a large expansive first person science fiction shooter with mythic lore and expansive you know th- that takes but you with lots magic of different places wave. but with space magic <laughs> okay so basically what they wanted was Halo with space magic it's like yes. okay Bungie I've lost all respect for you you guys like no imagination over there <laughs> Um, read a book guys take a look it's in a book it's like talk to LeVar Burton he'll hook you up he was, he was, he was there yeah, wasn't he, was he? Yeah. Yeah, so. um, well they did make Myth first okay fair. that's true um, so this one basically they wanted to, they I can't believe they didn't want to make Halo this is the game <laughs> that they wanted to make the whole like we should like totally spin that into an article Bungie admits they never wanted to make Halo always wanted to make Destiny it's like yeah the whole time we were making Halo it's like this game completely sucks wish we could make Destiny but stupid Microsoft they're making us make Halo we really want to make Destiny um, oh, Bungie's gonna sue us now. So <laughs> I'll sue you because you're the editor in chief. I'm taking all my orders from you. So Destiny is a really interesting game. Okay. Um, if you like Halo, you'll like Destiny. Okay. I'm gonna throw that out there flat out. This is the Halo okay. Studio. But and this is the important okay. part: you are not playing alone. I was not. And you usually like to play solo games. I do. So. Why is it that you were able to tolerate this game even though other human beings were running around in it? I don't know. I okay. honestly don't know what it was about it. Uh, but the way they've structured this, they structured the entire game, mm-hmm. it feels natural. There should be people in it. Okay. Uh, they're discussing how even though you, when you're playing single player, let's say you're playing alone and you're online, you might see someone else in the, like the, um, what's that game? Um, Journey? Yeah, journey. Journey effect. We'll mm-hmm. see someone just walk past your path. Mm-hmm. They're in their own game. They're doing yep. their own thing, but you'll just see them off in the distance doing mm-hmm. things. And the concept that it's a it's a living, breathing world where things are going on even when you're not there. Yeah. That's that seems interesting to me. Well, I mean, it's 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 kind of like you know the anti multiplayer yeah. lobby. Game. Exactly. It's yeah. just like lobbies don't exist in yeah. this game. You. You don't hook up with friends no. by going into yeah. the lobby and saying, okay, I'm here, dude. Let's get together, yeah. form up our little do your thing. team. Yeah, so. uh, I also like the fact that I was talking a little about the storyline, and it isn't you are the hero. You are mm-hmm. one of many heroes. Oh, okay. You're not the one special one. You're mm-hmm. just one of many special ones. Okay. And that's the lore of the game is mm-hmm. there's lots of them. There's lots of people that have the pieces of the traveler in them or whatever the hell mm-hmm. and that's kind of the entire myth of the game that there's not just master chief there's tons of master chiefs okay so that concept to me is far more interesting than just you are the one okay because in halo it was always weird when you you went to multiplayer because you were all just master chief mm-hmm. and that's dumb well i mean you know they, they, they mixed it up in later yeah. of halo games anyway yeah. by saying that you were just one of the spartan yeah. class of soldiers blah 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 yeah. so so it, it was an interesting approach. I really like what it looks like, but as I said, it's still early. How's the loot? There's, uh, There's loot, right? <clears throat> I mean, like that—that's the whole yes. point. It's like you know, there is loot. No loot, no in, sales. In so. this demo, they didn't have very much loot. Okay, but there is loot. You can find weapons, you can find ammo, and you can equip them. You can equip your ship. You can have different ships. Mm-hmm. You can make your characters look completely different. It—it it seems interesting. It seems like a good starting point, and I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Okay. Uh, as I said, I've only played 30 minutes, so I can only speak for 30 minutes. And the game is huge, so, you know. Yeah. There's, there's the one they're talking about is a huge. There's a lot of, I mean, they're, they're planning this franchise to last for yeah. like 10 years or something it's like that. Crazy. Something crazy like yeah. that, yeah, so. Uh, what else do you want to know about Wayne? Um, well, I mean, what else were you excited about? You, you, you've got to tell me yeah, what okay. you like, okay. because I don't know what you like. Wayne, why, don't you, so, okay, why can't you read the mind? Okay, I saw Dying Light. Do you want to hear about Dying Light? Oh, uh, man, you were just, like, going after all the scary games, weren't you? Yeah. So, so was it scary? Ew. No. Wow, see, well, you hesitated, and immediately I knew, because with Evil Within, yeah. you just jumped in there and said, yes, it was. So. No, um, okay. Dying Light... That's bad, though, because it's supposed to be a scary game, so... I guess this it is, is. This is a problem, right? Well, because they also showed me later in the game where you're mm-hmm. basically a tank. Okay. Like, I, at one point of the game, I was just tearing through five zombies at once with one swing. Okay. So, Which is not very scary. No, that, so, that's yeah. the opposite of scary. Yeah. You are now a superhuman. Yeah, now that, that's very empowering. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Ass, so. um, at the beginning of the game, you are deprived, but I also was so busy trying to figure out how to parkour, I was not. I was too busy to be scared. Okay. I'm like, how do I parkour? I'm not quite doing it. How do I... No, no, no. Not quite getting it. Um, I'm sure that would be different when you're not just doing a very timed demo, and you have time to experience the controls, and you have time to experience how to play. Mm-hmm. But when you're just experiencing it in 30 minutes to do everything, okay. 
you don't learn the controls properly. Yeah. So it felt very clunky. But it has a lot of potential. Okay. I think if it really does work, um, it's going to draw a lot of the zombie fans in, a lot of the like assat- people that want Assassin's Creed type so, things So this in. isn't actually necessarily something that you're like super excited about so much as you hope that they don't screw this up. Yeah, I'm going right. to go with that, yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's all the major titles I saw. Okay. Unless you can think of something I didn't mention. I saw some multiplayer stuff. Some free-to-play stuff. I saw Skylanders, but I'm not going to talk okay. about Skylanders. It obviously couldn't have been that big a deal if you can't remember it. Yeah, I saw Call of like, Duty. Usually you'll remember yeah. the stuff that you like. I so. saw Call of Duty. Want to hear about Call of Duty? No, no. Okay, we'll really. talk about Call of Duty. You can if you want to, but it's Call of Duty. I mean, It's, like, it's what you expect. Yeah, it, there, it really is. Yeah. There is a call to duty, yeah. and you answer that call. It's just the, the thing that yeah. I, I mean. I've, I've seen the trailers and all I'm thinking. And you've seen is, everything I saw because I only saw a trailer. They're, they're basically just tricking the dude bros into liking Killzone. Yeah, no, I'm not... Because this is like, it's it's science fiction now, so... You have an exoskeleton you can punch through metal. Yeah. Um, You have a gun that makes people... You have a a grenade that makes people glow into, like, LEDs for some reason. Okay. Like, it is super science fiction. It feels like near... It is future tech. You're all using future tech. It goes a step further beyond um, Black Ops 2. So you have a tank that walks at one point. Like it gets to rubble oh, man, and then is... just it, it starts, the treads separate out and starts walking over things. And then it becomes a tank this is This is more than I need to hear. I'm just, uh, okay. it's, <laughs> it's Call of Duty. It's just... And did I mention Kevin Spacey's in it? Well, Kevin Spacey's oh, yes, in it. Kevin Spacey's yeah. in it, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so... it's, a, it's the best Kevin Spacey of the year. Yeah. So it is Call of Duty. Okay. I don't know. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up. Uh, this is E3 2014. Wrapping up. I've, I have no voice and Wayne is tired. I'm ready to sleep. Yeah. yeah. So hope you all enjoyed it. Um, I hope you enjoy the videos that are on the site right now. Uh, CGMagOnline.com uh, for all the news and videos and interviews and other things we got out of the event. Um, check back next week. Where we'll probably talk in more detail, and actually we'll have voices to discuss in detail. No, my voice is fine. Oh, it's yeah. just, yeah, your, yours is just gone. Because you're more social than yeah. I am. So, so F, from everyone here at CG Mag Online, who is at E3, have a good week. Hope you enjoyed our coverage, and um, we'll have more videos for you next week. Bye.